so Justin, I saw you in a One Republic music video. Oh, by by chance or no? Because you... I was working on the bio. <laughs> I went on your website oh, and I found right. there's like a clip of you in there playing with cards. Yeah, like a split second with like fire and shit. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a. What song? Really was quick. It? Love runs out. Oh, I love that song. Were you in that music video for real? Yeah, for like a split second. <laughs> no way. How'd you get that? They just hit me up. They're like, we need a magician to consult and do this and that. Wow, that's so, pretty crazy. So, yeah. How'd they, so, find, how'd they find you? I think they just looked me up online or something like that. Because on my website, I have it like something about uh, consulting or like customizing stuff. For different produ- productions or projects. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, you know that guy. Um, yeah. You know that guy, uh, Bobby Bor- Bor- Bargain. He he owns the uh, JR's comic JR's Last Laugh. Oh yeah, was that the that magician guy you met? Who? Yeah, he makes like a million dollars a year building sets for com- yeah. for magic for magicians right. on cruises. Isn't that crazy? Like, do you know how to do that? I mean, I don't have the uh, workshop or tools for that but i mean i've helped people with that kind of stuff before but yeah it's just a it's a big investment but it's like i don't know how often do you get a gig to build something for somebody else you know there's guys who make livings like that like copperfields guys like there's a guy in vegas that just makes well besides vegas you know the, the, the only places i know that have magic is the la Magic Castle, Greg Fruin's theater, yeah, in Niagara yeah. Falls, which is amazing. That place is, yeah. It's I, a cool honestly, show. Greg Fruin as a magician is one of my favorites. He's the be- one of the best sleight of hands. Yeah, and now he's uh he does the tiger and lion or tiger show. Yeah, he's like yeah. The, he, he does like a he doesn't have as many people as Siegfried and Roy, but right, right, right. Who's this guy? This is the music video I was in. Boom, there, right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Split second Holy with the fire. shit. <laughs> Split second with the fire. Is that a fucking warlock? <laughs> yeah, they made me a warlock. That's not a magician. That's a guy that knew, that, that hangs with Satan. There he is. <laughs> oh my god, look at that hair. I can't. Dude, I, I can't. It's not even real. Let's see it. It won't allow you because it's, it's disgusting. There. Oh, damn it. <laughs> just, show the sc- just show the screenshot. It's there, there. there you go. Uh, oh my god. I have a screenshot of my... There he goes. Holy <laughs> shit. I wish I had that hairline for real. No, that's Look at that. That's pretty good. You know what? That hair is not bad. Dude, it's basically black tape. It's all it is. Black tape and saran wrap. What is <laughs> going on there? Are they making bangs? Yeah, I guess I, they, I, they they just, Yeah, so I shaved my head back then and then what they did was they they put saran wrap on my bald head. And they put masking tape to kind of like keep its form, and then they put black tape, uh, like a gaffer's tape, to um, you know make it look black. And then they just cut a a, a hairline, like <laughs> they cut bangs and a part line and all that stuff. I'm not even joking. Why? When I saw it for, like right now, it looks like you know Doctor Strange's fat Asian friend that <laughs> that helps him out like honestly you could have went for that role from like if you showed him if you showed the casting director this one second shot you would have been that guy 
<laughs> this is the rejected Marvel superhero rejects. Right here. This is what it is. This is what it would look like. You're creating Brown flame, right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it's like some something with fire. Yeah, it was fire in my hands. So um, I pitched him like three different tricks. Something what I had like three tricks. One was uh, fire. This one, one was uh, smoke from the hands, and then something with uh, oh the CDs because it was like you know music video, and they wanted to see something like you know visually represent representation of that. But they went with the fire. They yeah. went. Oh, I see. Interesting. Um, where, yeah. So the first one was what? <laughs> uh, smoke. Okay. From the hands. Did you do? You should have like, did one. You should have did racist magic to get in this. I. <laughs> Good segue. This was uh, 2014. I didn't. I, I had it. That wasn't invented. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. You weren't as funny yet. You were still. <laughs> you were still trapped in the magician. The magician cult. Yeah, t- dude. That was 2014. What is that now? Six, that was seven years ago. Seven years. Dang, man. Damn, I was just getting into college. I can't believe it. Right before I was dropping out. I can't believe it's seven years already. That's so weird. That's crazy. But yeah, I still have that uh, tape hair upstairs Wait, you kept that? Yeah, I kept it because I was like, this is is cool. This is a good good keepsake (laughs) memento. I'll wear it on the show when I find it one of these days. That's amazing. (laughs) You should. You should do the same trick. Yeah, man. That'd be dope. It'd be the first time you're wearing... Something else other than the Jokoi hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, hey, so Ron, Ronnie actually, his his, his uh, hot single aunt lives in Chino near you. <laughs> hot then, single uh, aunt? I, I was like, we should just all just do the podcast there. She's in Diamond Bar. What do you mean? Is that Chino? I have no idea. Uh, it's right next door to right next door to me. It's like five minutes, five minutes away. Yeah, if she has a if she has a place, we should just do it there once a week. Yeah, or, or at least I'll go there because I'm going to go to L.A. So basically, Kai, who owns this house, who I'm renting from, yeah, his new job, one of his new jobs, gave him a place in Arizona. So Jeez. he's never he's never going to be here. Dang. And he has a place in L.A. too. So when I go to L.A., he goes, just crash there because I'm going to be living in Arizona now. Dude, can we go to – can we crash in Arizona so I can get Rebecca back or – Yeah. Well, he said when I'm in Arizona, I'm going to be – because I'm going to be – I'm playing those two comedy clubs now. Right. JP – And so I'm going to be start? going there and, and especially so Utah because Utah I'm going to be passing by. Because uh, Justin went with me to the dry bar taping, which um, – You know what's dope. weird about that? Did you? Did, how did you like it on your side, Justin? Thought it was great, man. You like you killed it, man. Like it was just solid. Like just man, constant laughs, man. Like the only time the audience actually had time to breathe was during your uh, a story, yeah, like a censored story. But other than that, I was just like nonstop laughs, dude. Like, you know what's cool about you watching? You wrote down the stuff that I didn't know because I'm because it's yeah. supposed to be really really clean, it's supposed to be tight, like a certain thing, you know. So I was, yeah. you know, trying to. Make sure you, you know it was to their standards because it's weird. Yeah. It's like it, it's when you have to change your act to like make it suit. Not it, it wasn't even TV clean. It's like church clean. It's like super yeah, it's clean. Like church clean. Like you can't say the Lord's name in vain. Like you can't say oh my god. Can't even say oh my god or hell or damn or like really? Jesus, or like Jesus Christ. Like yeah. you can't say stuff like Jesus yeah. Christ, man, or like. Like, oh, man, I swear to God, man, I swear to God. Like, you can't say shit like that. You can say it on TV, but you can't say that in a 
dry bar or like a church. It's basically a church. They're, they're fine with racist material, though. That's the fun part. <laughs> if like, you, do you can, you can say the N word chink. And you're fine. We don't. That's not in our Bible. <laughs> it's like doing comedy in another into another country. They're like, well, we don't. We're not affected by those words. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you did you did race material, but it was it was intelligent race material. It's not your like white guys do this, black guys do that. You know, oh, I yeah, love that Asians joke. do this or whatever. Well, Justin was like, like, like in the part where you go, you know what? You just was like, you know, I like the part where you call that white people and they laughed at it. <laughs> Bro, Ron literally goes, uh, what was it? That, oh, I got to get to the line. You say you, 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 I go, it? you guys are allergic to like, I go, Asians are, I'm allergic to soy such is weird because i'm asian but you guys are allergic to like, it's, that's like a white people are allergic to guilt and then after the end of my car and i go i say that because it hurts you and you deserve it yeah <laughs> so funny dude and they laughed but, even harder at that yeah it's weird it was almost as if they wanted to be called out they're fine with yeah it. they they were because they never had a, a brown person like call them out on you know before. it's the closest thing to bruce lee beating up white people back in the 70s on film it was, it's the closest totally. thing I feel from that. Um, no, 100%, 100%. And then it's funny because the guy that was on, dude, things hilarious, man. Holy shit. What's Dustin? his name? Dustin Nickerson? Yeah. He said to, hook, you, uh, to, to to call him up when, whenever I'm in uh, San Diego and he'll give us spots, give me spots and stuff. So I'm like, where, where do you work? And he goes, oh, he does all, he does everything. He's everywhere, he man. La Jolla. His, his favorite is La Jolla. He's everywhere, store. dude. And he's uh, Taylor's best friend. Taylor Thomas's best friend. It's real. Yeah, they 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 came up together in in comedy. He was actually texting her while he was in the waiting room or the green room with us because she's asking him how's the show. And then I said, um, uh, I go, hey, tell her I say hi. And she goes, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, she doesn't talk to Asian people. No, um, <laughs> which is weird. Cause she has a Korean head. Her head is like Korean. It's it's like what, what it's mean? like a heart, big, you know. Oh, very face. cute, very just, very like, very cute. But it, it's 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 wider than most whites. Yeah, it's a Korean. The most whites. Korean shaped face. Totally. Yeah, like if you press it against the ground because you wanted to, <laughs> there'd be a flat. It should come out with this. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but if it was a European long nose, like you're all, like just as X, that's assault. It, it would hurt. hurt. It'd be like, ow, my nose hurts. Totally. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, man. Do you like I mean, girls like, with big noses? You like girls with long noses too, right? Yeah, there's something about it, man. Like I don't. It's not. It's not even a fetish. It's just something. There's just like this aesthetic. Because we don't it. have it, maybe. Maybe because we don't have it. You know, I don't really long for a, a long, a pointed straight nose. I don't really have that. I don't, I'm fine with my nose. I'm just, I don't know what it is about. Like, it's like a straight chiseled nose is kind of like a, a nice cherry. Body. It's like a cherry on top of the sun. Yes. You know, it but just, Ron, yeah. Ronnie doesn't like, right, Ronnie's more into like uh, mixed ethnic dark. He's into Indian girls, basically. He's into like the these type of. If this is a woman, he's, he's, he's into loincloth. What do you mean? What, do you mean? Oh. what the hell is this? Uh, yeah, man. you you grew up there. That's that's <laughs> what your dad. You that's what your dad bought you for your birthday. <laughs> you made this in school. What are you talking about? <laughs> this was yeah. your, that was your science project. They come in bigger. You know, they have bigger ones yeah. of those. They have like the life size ones. 
Yeah, yeah just foot, four foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And to keep it on on your lawn to for like pests, like it's supposed to be yeah. like a scarecrow. And then you're yeah. like a giant dick for a scarecrow. Um, I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> yeah, it's uh like uh, yeah. So we, we we did the I did two shows. Hey, the first show was hilarious because. I didn't understand why the the MC who prepped the show did this. He went, um, and and a sta- you guys have to do a standing ovation. Do you remember that? Like, did he say they have to do a standing? Oh, uh, he he did say that, but he didn't. He as he a joke. It, yeah, he just kind of said it just to be silly. He's like, All okay, right, okay like, because they gave me one. No, they gave everybody <laughs> one. No, the, the black they guy gave, didn't get one. He no, I think he did. No, dude. The first show, it was only me and, and, Dustin. and Dustin got it. The second oh, show, okay. nobody got standing O's because he didn't say it in the second oh, wait, show. Oh, no. The second show, no one got one. Right, right. But, but the first but, show. Uh, the black guy didn't get So here's the story about the black guy. I really like the guy. So probably eight or nine years ago, I was doing a comedy club in, um, it's actually Jim Gaffigan's, uh, where Jim Gaffigan started in, um, where Snickers. is that called? Snickers. Snickers. Yeah, Snickers. Indiana. And that's in, um, not Addison. Indiana? Indiana. Yeah. And uh, so I was there. I met him there. Really nice guy. He was he's a, he was a professional bodybuilder at one point. And uh, so first show, I, it was good. It was a light crowd that Thursday. Friday, first, first show, he destroys so hard I can't follow him. Like, Damn. people are leaving. People are staying and they're nice, but... You could clearly see people going, this guy sucks. And I even heard, bring up the other guy. You know, I heard that. I'm like. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. And so, and then the second show kind of went the same way. And then Friday, first show was a struggle. Second show, I finally got them a little bit. But then after I was like, in my whole life, I've never had to follow that as a feature. Like Dane Cook or like big comics like Joe Coy, Chris Dillia, for sure in L.A. But. Doing someone doing twenty five to thirty minutes before your headline spot can be really hard if they really like the guy, the person. Right. And right. then after that, uh, so this is like nine years later. I get the drive by special and I look at the thing. I'm like, no! Nah! Like I literally <laughs> yell like Dan Ramos for no reason <laughs> when he met um, what's his name? When he met Quentin Tarantino and Bobby Tarantino. <laughs> Like when when Dan meant when Dan meant Quentin Tarantino, outside of Starbucks, my friend Mark DeBonis was with him, and he goes, "Yeah, so Dan sees him, and he goes, I have a script for you,' because he carries scripts, but he literally fell on the grass and started rolling on the ground in front of him like a psycho. What the hell, what an idiot? Yeah, and 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 Mark was like, "Oh, oh my God, what are you doing?" And he's just like, <laughs> "Oh my God, I can't believe I I met you," and he's just rolling on the ground like crazy. And I'm like, you you keep doing that. Like, I wonder if that's just he did that in an audition once, right? They told you him know? to. Uh, the, they told like, him to go ahead. What was the the, the audition he did? He go. They, they told him to roll. They told him the. It was like an improv scene. I think it was for Wild and Out or something. And they told yeah. him like, you're gonna you're gonna. Uh, it seems like you're gonna roll out with your friends or something. Like you're gonna roll out. It was the direction, <laughs> and then. And then so so Dan literally got on the floor and started rolling like a log, <laughs> and then he rolled out the door and he left. He left the audition room. That was it. <laughs> that was it. And then he, he didn't come back. In. He just left. 
He didn't come yeah, back and, for any feedback or nothing. He literally just oh my like, God. who does that? What is who sabotages like oppor- their own opportunities? That's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had to you had to go all the way over there. Yeah, like, yeah. Make the effort. It's like at least five bucks. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, it's time. Man. It's time in your day. And I, I asked Dan about it. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I did that. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Yeah, like he's he didn't say like, why? that. That was no. He didn't say why. He's just like, I don't know. They told me to roll out, so I rolled out. I was like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, he did that. I, we did an audition for Jim Carrey on, on Showtime. Jim, Jim Carrey had a show a couple of years ago playing like a a kids show host, like Doctor Mister Dress Up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he had a show. So I auditioned. My me, Dan and I both had the same audition where we play Filipino sailors, and okay. Jim Carrey in the movie leave, in the TV show leaves the set and and get gets on this cruise, and then he's a bunch of Filipino pirates take over the ship. And Why are they beat Filipino? Him him, because it's it's near the Asia, I guess. Uh, I and didn't even know we had a, pirates. There's there's a lot of Filipino pirates. You don't know about our history. You look like a Filipino pirate. Look, cover <laughs> cover one of your eyes with your hair. Just just cover one of your eyes with your hair. The other one. Yeah, there. That's what they look like. Exactly. That's a Filipino pirate. They're half pug, <laughs> half Shih Tzu, and half Filipino. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So I I had three lines and I had to I asked my dad how to say these Tagalog lines. So I got them down it's in my Tagalog. head. So I finally okay. did the audition. Yeah. And uh the first line I nail, the second line I can only do half of the I don't remember fully. So I really? did the half line, <laughs> but then I started making up Filipino words like <laughs> I went bong bong. And then the sec the third line I I don't remember nothing. So I'm start. I start to list off Filipino foods in al- alphabetical order. So I say, apretada, babinka, caldereta, dinugaan, right? And the lady's not, not even flinching. She's just like, mm-hmm. all right, great. And I'm like, all right, that's it. She's like, yeah. And then so I talk to Dan, uh, and I first I say, how was your audition before my audition? He goes, killed it. And then I told him what happened in my audition, and he goes. All right. Do you want to know what happened in my audition? I go, what? <laughs> I went in there. I couldn't remember the lines. So they go, okay, would you want 10 minutes? Go outside. We'll bring two people in before you. He goes, okay. Then he bring him back. He says the first line, doesn't remember the second run, and he just runs out. <laughs> See, he just runs. He just, like, well, his life is about running away from problems. That's like, that's. At first, like, he lied. Do you run? <laughs> Do you do you run away yeah. from your problems, Ronnie, or do you head you do you meet them straightforward? I don't want to talk about it. All right, so he did, he you obviously <laughs> the king of the runaways. Right now. You ran away from Philippines. You ran. You're gonna run away from New York, and now you're gonna run into your hot aunt's arms. You're gonna be Why so you disappointed. She's hot. Yeah, seriously. He said he she's hot. I would never say that. Also, you you're gonna be super disappointed. Oh yeah, that's right. You were telling me that. Yeah. Why do you so keep be, saying she's hot? That's just a weird statement. Nah, I, I'm saying it because I, I wish it was. I, th- I wish it was a hot. <laughs> I um, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do and so, when um, he finds out. Hey man, you never know. 
she may she she may have been doing she may have been doing Zumba for the last year. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how your aunt looks. She, she you don't ever talk to her. No, I mean she's head of the ICU of some hospital in LA, so she's on her feet. So she's got that going for her. She's working. Yeah, she's a nurse. Oh well, she's like she's a nurse. Uh, she's kind of like Co-leader. she's like head of the nurses or something like that. Holy shit! Nursing director. Something like that. That's Sounds amazing. Like. Yeah, she's a uh, super um, Filipino. You're supposed to send her a message. Say, yeah. can we can we start a can we can we can I open a studio in your living room? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna talk to her next week or yeah next week yeah. Let's you know you've been saying that for the last four weeks. Well, I couldn't get Why we in gotta... contact. I couldn't get in contact. She's, not, not, on she's not on Facebook. So like I have to Why talk to my phone number. Huh? Why do we have to do it there? What's the point of doing it over there? Ron, so we don't have to do it online. Ron really just oh, wants oh, to see. make his dreams come true. That's right. Yeah. I heard she's white and she's blonde. <laughs> 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 it's she, from your dad's side. It's from your dad's side, right? <laughs> no, she's Filipino, not. right? Yeah, okay. she is. She is actually on my dad's side. My dad has a step Filipino mom. So. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I got two grandmothers on both sides, even though I'm biracial. Uh, two Filipino grandmothers on both sides. You're, you're supposed to be Rudy in our show. You know that. It kind of, yeah. You're our Rudy that that, that likes talking more than we do. Um, <laughs> Rudy is the, one of the cutest Filipino girls in the world. She's so cute. Like a, she's like a... Who is this? A, she's a... Bad so friends. Bobby Lee's niece, it's, it's basically Kalila's niece. So oh. she lives with them now, and she's 18 or just turned 19, and she's going through school, but she's actually on Bad Friends, and she's hilarious. She's so funny. She like, she's so call- dry, and she doesn't care about the show because she doesn't care about this shit. She's honest. She'll, she'll, Bobby will say something, and she'll be like, no, I don't think that's that's funny or cool. That looks stupid. <laughs> Like she's well, just so honest. She's from Palawan, and like she she actually grew up in Palawan. Like you could tell, like she didn't. Really? Yeah, like she didn't. You know, she's not Manila. She's Palawan. Which, she's yeah. Palawan means like the, the province. The province. Yeah. Yeah. Like she, she, cut, she 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 yeah. basically was born with a what are those kites? Those things that cut corn. The, uh, Sith. The fucking sickle. Sith. Yeah, yeah, sickle. Sickle. Yeah. yeah. Is it sickle? Isn't that a Sith? I thought it was Sith. I oh, can't remember. Isn't but Sith she looks, a she's Star very Wars simple character? and sweet. Huh? <laughs> that's Sith with a Star Wars character. I think she's the Lord of the Sith. <laughs> I mean, there was but, one uh, episode where she was cleaning um, a, a knife in the middle of the fucking thing. Because she's yeah, like, she, like, she knives. collects knives. Yeah. Like she's a, she, she looks like the girl from, uh, the ring a bit. <laughs> yeah. The and one Bobby that, says, "Wow, yeah." She's like, she just and she goes. Bobby goes. It's scary living with her because she does. She has odd hours of sleep, so sometimes he'll be three in the morning. He'll go to get water, and she's just walking around, and she won't talk to anybody. <laughs> so Michael Yo just sent me a message. She just called me too right now. So he wants me on his podcast to talk about some incident that happened, and and not only that, but um, the in. The incident that happened was Tony Hinchcliffe was mm. in Austin doing a comedy club two days ago, or and uh, his opener is an Asian kid, and this is what the 
video is after the kid opened for him. Give it up for the one and only Tony Hinchcliffe. Hello, good evening. Welcome. Hello. How about one more time for the filthy little fucking chink that was just up here? While all you fucking race traders are hooping and hollering. I'm back there watching you puking in a fucking bucket. <laughs> oh, we make it a gunpowder. Oh, you want extra soy sauce. Oh, you borrow money from us. And you guys just eating it up, you fucking put. Anyway, this fucking Chinese guy standing right there. I'm like, what's the problem, dude? You know, these tables are all packed. He's like, you make fun of Chinese people, I'm going to beat you up. So I do 12 more minutes of Chinese jokes. <laughs> right Chinese jokes I never even had before. The adrenaline takes over and I'm just doing Chinese, Chinese, Chinese. Like, you gotta go back to your seat, dude. You know, this is how that fucking virus started, is people like you breaking the rules. Jesus. Yeah, so two things go through my head, first of all. And I'll ask both of you the same question. The first thing that goes through my head is, okay, technically, is this funny? And I'm like, okay, um, the chink, no. There's no reason for that. The getting getting mad at Asians or talking to Asians in the crowd, the guy goes, I'll beat you up. Uh, you know, it's funny that he did 12 more minutes to piss him off. But if I was the people in the group, I'd be, I'd probably want to fight him. So... I have a torn, uh, just an idea of that part. But overall, um, the chink thing, you don't need to do that. You know, you don't have to be that that mean to him for no reason. I know he's a roast battler and he's known as a roast guy, but this is not a roast. You know, this is, I, I think in, in comedy, there is no line, you, you know, but in life, there's a line or society, there's a line. So... Whatever the repercussion you get for deciding the joke you want to tell on stage, that is your that is all on you. You have to you have to be accountable. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, I I haven't looked at the whole thing, but so far, the, there's nothing funny about that to me. And I'm looking at and and trying to look at it as a comedian. Outside of that, if you want to make racist jokes of Asian people. Then be prepared to get fucked up if they want you to get fucked up, or if they if decide to, you know. And and if you have an audience that likes that, um, that's a racist audience to me. Uh, you are yeah, he yeah. is in a red state, and then and the, the here's the scary thing: people were cheering and laughing. Where is this? In Austin, Austin Texas. In Austin. Yeah, but uh, uh, and then um, Michael Yo sent me a message going, "What do you think about this?" And my thoughts. And I said, if you wanted to use the N-word that way, if he did that, there'd be so much more repercussion, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just about to say, this is basically what happened to Michael Richards in 2007 or eight. Remember when yeah. he called at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood? You know, he called uh, whoever's in the balcony, you know, an N-word. Yeah. He like, goes, there's the, he's like, there's an N-word, there's an N-word. He starts pointing at him. Yeah. He's and, an N-word, yeah. Like, and and yeah. there's no funny thing about that because- even if you're trying to be satirical in, in that level, like one of my friends who, who's known as the, the edgy comic in Canada will send me a message and he was like, if he says something like, hey, I was just joking, he's my friend, uh, yeah. I just want, I wanted to play a character to be this racist guy, but I'm, you know, I love this guy. I'd be like, okay, 
you get, I'll give you the gray area. But there was none of that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and again, if you're going to use the, the if you're going to say chink, then you're basically, uh, to us, that's the N-word. And if you're that free with it, and if this is all you have to say as a white or non-Asian person, if you say chink, is saying, I'm just joking. Okay, but in context, there's there was nothing there that showed there was a joke. Like, unless, you can't just say, my character's like that. Oh, so you could just be racist? Yeah, don't take it seriously. That's my character on stage. But off stage, I'm not like that. I don't think that, to me, that that's enough of a reason. That you have to give a better reasoning by saying, that's just how I, that's my comedy. No, that's a racist word, slang. Um, but uh, what is your take yeah. on it? As a, 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 as a new comic, Ronnie, do you like it? <laughs> do I like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is your take on that? Um, well, honestly, it's the, the problem is, is that like, you know, is half of you upset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> the, the, the worst part about it is that like, it didn't even seem like it was meant to be even clever or funny. Like, it didn't seem like he was playing a line. You know what I mean? He kind of just, there was no point to it. No. no yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like this drawing. What is that? Is that Beavis and Butthead? What is that? It's That's Asian Beavis, Beavis and Butthead, and butthead. A, a in Asia. What the? Why do you have that? Did you draw that? I I had a racist hand last night. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I was watching this. I was drawing racist faces. But um, Ronnie, you don't like this whatsoever. You don't see the humor in this, and you do, even though you do know certain comics try to be the shock comic or try to be satirical in being racist. Yeah. I mean, like it's just not, it's not clever at all. It's, uh, I don't, he, he never like tries to find the punch. The punchline is racist. That's the punchline. It's just, you know, it's like yeah. shock humor. Like white guys can't, you can't, they can't do shock humor unless it's about themselves or white people. But other than that, like you, you have to do shock humor. And even if, way, if the excuse I mean? was that, you know, he was he's a, you know, a shock, you know, type of comedian or he's trying something out that didn't work out properly. This is not at all the time to be working out that type of material. You know what I mean? Like and, and if and Asian if heritage, but yeah, exactly. And if you are doing that shit, it better you better it better be fucking good. You know what I mean? Like like, you know, obviously there is no line in comedy unless, you know, Everyone sees that there is a line that you've obviously crossed. Which, like, this, the thing about yeah. it is, any topic can be dealt with properly, right? If done, right. even if you said the n word, even said chink, it is in context. When Louis C.K. did the n word joke, it wasn't yeah. about yeah. the punchline as the n word. He was just talking about the word in general. How yeah. the n word yeah. makes you think of the real word. You know, that's right. Yeah, saying you know, that, so he's the, he, he, the phrase he, the n word. Yeah, he's not he's not doing anything like that. There's no subtext in this. This is just him saying filthy chink as a shock yeah. going, "Wow, I can't believe this white guy got away with this." So, and then when I was talking to Michael Yo about that, he was like, "You know, I was I was telling him what that does is allow racists to be more confident in their audibly. They they're just giving them more rooting them on. Hey, I'm saying it. We could all say it." 
Yeah. And they're going to they're going to take it differently. They're going to say, "Oh, this guy said it, so I could say it," you know, rather than this guy is trying to is not really like that. That he doesn't Tony does not let the anybody know in this act or what it, what we're seeing so far that you shouldn't say this. Yeah. You know, yeah. there has to be some kind of um parts of the joke where you also know the difference between good and bad, whether you just you, you go, hey, he's playing a character, so I can't really do this. You know, he's not stopping yeah. Yeah. white or racist people at any level. He's actually encouraging them. You know, and if the if they're not racist, they'd be probably like, wow, that's crazy. He said that. I'm laughing because it's shocking, but I'm not going to say that. Other people are going to take that different and say, now I'm going to say it to people. Which adds to more hatred and adds more violence. And to me, if it causes violence, it's not worth a joke. Like, why? Why would you? But for right. the hundred people that laugh, you have a death. That's not, it's not worth a death. It's not worth no. some getting beat up for. No, it's not even funny. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, he just did shock humor, and he took a chance on trying to be shocking, and you know. Uh, and it just didn't land. The joke didn't land. I mean, it's no different from Michael Richards trying to be shocking, calling the black dude an N-word. Like, remember that clip where he, yeah. the laugh factor, he just goes, he's just like, there's a, he's literally going, there's an N-word, there's an N-word, there's a, like, pointing at him. And, yeah. uh, there's no punchline. He was trying to be shocking. There was, like, there was no joke to it or whatever. No. And, uh, that's essentially what happened here with Tony Hinchcliffe. So, and here's, uh, look at what it says here. Don, uh, Wanders was saying Peng did his Stop Asian Hate uh, set and welcomed Tony Hinchcliffe onto the stage, and then that happened. So he. That is even and, worse. It's tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that was good about this was Tony's Asian accent was not bad. <laughs> like really I'm like not bad not bad for a racist because normally racists couldn't do that that well yeah it just sounds like a really hacky <laughs> like 80s 90s accent Asian accent <laughs> yeah yeah his is not bad Out of his all is better the than Joe Coy his is better than Joe Coy's Chinese <laughs> accent I'm telling you right now <laughs> if there was an Asian accent competition I think he'd come up top three I would like to see that. I would like to see that conversation. Not, not too many Asian and not too many, not too many white people do that. You know what's so weird too? It's like when I was doing the my <laughs> racial <laughs> material yeah. in in uh, Utah. I think Justin, do you think the crowd is more like shocked or they're like because I don't want to be this version of what what just happened? No, it, it is nothing like that because your your racial material is from the point of view of a Asian person, of a brown person, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's not like, it's not the easy racial observation. Like, you know, Asians sound like this, Asians do that. You know what I mean? Like that's what a white comic would say about Asian people, you know, but you're talking about how you perceive racism. Like the story about, you know, you, you, your dad giving you jobs because he, he tricked the neighbor into thinking he was the gardener. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's reverse racism with a positive ending. And you use the racism, you use his racism, the white guy's racism to your advantage 
to make money. You know what I mean? Like there, there, well, the difference is that Ron, you're like, not being a racist, right? You know? I just don't want it it's, perceived like I just want I don't want the audience to go, oh, now we can say it. You know, not yeah, that you're I say talking it. about racism. You know, you're talking about the topic, but you're yeah. not being, you right. know, a racist. You know, right, right. totally. Like, uh, it's some sometimes people misunderstand it too because when I was in Australia, they said, "Oh, Russell Peters that." that racist comic and i'm like why is he racist he's like well all he does is racist jokes i'm like well, no he's actually deciphering between different races of asian cultures and he's actually talking about what they're going through like they see a, a guy talking like it's like this guy i'm sure peng has some gr- good anti-asian hate crime material but what tony received it and perceived it as Let's just do easy, hacky Asian material and make the crowd laugh. He's not yeah. breaking it down in context of who this guy is, you know? And and here's the stupid yeah. part. When I think this happened a year ago or right before the pandemic, where another guy for the guy from Saturday Night Live couldn't was kicked off Saturday Night Live after his first show because yeah, he yeah. was making he, he said the word chink and he was in his podcast doing oh, yeah. some shit. And then yeah, the, yeah. He, they were on the fighter uh, on the fighter and the kid. Brian Callen and um, the other guy, um, who's the other guy again? The the, the fighter dude, Brendan, yeah. the UFC guy, Brendan, Brendan, Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub, right? They're they're like, yeah, but that's not racist. If you say like that's not racist, and then the two Asian people that work for them were like, why don't you ask us? Like <laughs> white people do not want to ask Asian people because they don't think we have we, the answer we have is good enough. Yeah, it's so or, weird. Or they just don't want to ask because they just want to... It's uncomfortable. ...keep doing it. Keep, yeah. They and, don't want the approval. I've had these conversations with other comedians in the green room, and I hear white people in the green room going, that's not even racist. And I'm like, why, why don't you ask the culture? Why don't you ask the person? And they're like, well, in my head as a comedian, it wouldn't be racist because that's not... Ta- they're not... I go, in your head as a comedian is one thing. You have to talk... You have to... I guess there's no line there, but you have to know there's a line in life. And yeah. and whatever you say, if you say the word chink is not racist, you haven't asked a Chinese or Asian person how they feel about that. Yeah. yeah. And like, again, it goes back, goes down to context, you know, like he just literally said it just to say it. Like there was no point to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, if he had a joke about it, but he literally was just trying to do easy shit and shock the crowd and. I mean, they ate it because, I mean, you know, it seems that if you're going to laugh at that, it's you, you already know that's like an easy crowd. Like that doesn't get yeah. comedy at a certain level of um, the art, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, so basically uh, what I've heard from a couple other comedians is that Joe Rogan has banned him at that, uh, his own comedy club and his uh, management company dropped him. William Morris. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this cancel culture is, is happening really quickly. You know, in the last in the last year, it's been crazy. Brian, Brian Callen, Chris D'Elia, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe. There's, there's probably more happening right now, you know. We, we, uh, but that's going to make the comedians work harder and and having to write it a proper joke now. So now they're like, okay, I can't just do that. 
I, yeah. I have to be more creative, more so we have to be more clever about it. You can't just, you know, there's a comedian, Chris Quigley in Canada. When I started, he did this joke about why Asians people. So he, he goes, you ever wonder why Asians eyes are slanted in the way they are? I used to go, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And he takes out this Japanese beer this big, which every culture has it. You can get beer this big, but it happened to be a Japanese, you know, Sapporo or whatever drink, uh, beer. And he takes it out and everybody's like, ah, because they have to look at it and go, that's a safe pack. And he used to kill. So I remember when I started headlining Yuck Yucks, maybe in the mid, mid 2000s, I would bring a lot of Asian friends of mine. And sometimes he'd be emceeing or he'd be opening. And when he say he said that the crowd half the crowd would boo him. And he yeah. he got angry at them going, This is my fucking right. My freedom of speech. I'm like, yeah, it it's is. It's not about he, that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not about that. You do have the right. You have the right you have the right to drink Drano on stage and shoot somebody in this in the head. You could do that. You have the right to kill. You know, but there is a log a, there's a law against it, and there's people that would actually beat the fuck out of you or do something to hurt you because of it or call you racist. You have to be ready for that too. You can't just say, I'm allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah, but they are too. They're yeah. allowed to get angry. They're allowed to fight they're back. They're allowed to they're react. Allowed to react. Yeah, they're allowed to react. Wait, so basically, you're allowed to do whatever you want, but you can't have a reaction. You're not allowed to have a reaction. You know, it's, it's almost like that whole, you know, I don't have the, uh, uh, I don't have to wear the mask because it's my freedom. It's just right. Yeah, it's not about do whatever that. you want, you know. But people have the right to do whatever they want if they hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean those those kind of. I mean, I think all those like what Tony did now kind of just. It also it just it, it stems from you know the the the, the comedy culture of like the 70s and 80s like you could get away saying that shit on stage mm-hmm. you know like you can get away saying chink or whatever or doing that hacky asian accent or whatever oh yeah because like that was it was just easy and like it was acceptable it was acceptable accepted, yeah. in that time you know but now it's like i don't know it's it, it like it's like blackface was accepted at one point you know so yeah well edward, but edward times does it does a joke about you know, vinegar, right. you know, and he, I saw him in the last two, three weeks and he doesn't do that joke anymore. And I didn't ask him, but I'm like, of course you can't do that joke anymore. Right. Yeah. It's like, just a sensitive It's too sensitive thing. right now. Yeah. Right. Do something else, you know? Yeah. And yeah, in the magic a, world, Justin, show. you would probably be con- something that, okay, who does edgy mater- magic? Besides you, I don't know. How Jared come they don't Fell? do that in ma- magic? In magic, they- wait. By the way, <laughs> you know Justin's been Justin was ousted. Basically, Justin is Cheney in the magic community. Wait, what are you talking about? You were you were ousted from the con- the, the magic castle. How was I ousted? What are you talking about? weren't you weren't you weren't you there as a junior magician and they they stopped they they kicked you out? No, no. I thought I, I thought you're no longer allowed to work there because. No, what are you talking? Because you used gra- to work there, right? Yeah, yeah no, I grad like I was a junior, then I graduated, became an adult member. But I'm still yeah, but then there. you said they won't put you in there because of the politics anymore. I mean, that's just in general. Like it's a, it's a, it's like a, 
what do you call it? It's like a boy. It's like a you know the the old boys club. Yeah. Wow. So it's, the it's way so they're, they're not putting you in, the way they're kicking out Cheney, it's it's the same. Like you you got kicked out in the weird in a way because of politics. Yeah, I mean, like I put wait, it's I put because my time in there. What exactly is the reason? Because I don't it, know. Why don't they like you? It's. Yeah. I mean, you even said it one time when you were there. We, we, we were watching shows. Like we were watching this comedy magician, this old white guy, doing his hacky comedy magic, and then you were saying like, "Oh, I I, I see what you mean by how yeah, the they guy at book the end? here." Yeah, remember that guy? Like, Holy remember that? Remember that? Shit, dude, remember that old white? Bad. Yeah, and like, in terms of, in terms of just modern day comedy and modern crowds, it was just this this this, this hacky comedy magic is just terrible. But because he's been around there for a long time and he's mm. you know old and white and he knows people there, like he got he got booked. It's kind of like it's kind of like those like old headliners on on cruise ships, dude. It's like the old headliners on cruise ships. You know, they they like them, so they keep booking them, and they don't really update their act. You know, mm, it's the yes. same thing. So th- I, I'm sure there was a meeting, though. Like as much as you don't work there, they, they must have had a discussion. I mean, like, do, do you, do, okay, this is how do you think the the the, the meeting went? Can I do my version and you do your version? Oh God. Just do your version. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Do your version. I'm not trying to make this fun at all. I'm trying to make a fun thing. I get it. No, do your version. You you don't know how to make to make to enjoy the podcast. I get it. No, I'm fucking around. Go ahead. Do your version. Okay. Then you have to do your version. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my version. All right. Um, Is everybody here? Um, excuse me, who's the Japanese comedian or uh, Japanese ma- uh, magician? Oh, <laughs> uh, which one? The one that we met? Yeah. That, oh, uh, my friend Shu. Shu? Yeah. Like, like, like a shoe. Like, like a, like a shoe. Shoot. Like Nike? Bang, bang. Shoot. It's like, is everybody oh, shoot. here? Shoot, you may have to leave for this meeting. Why? <laughs> We're going to say some impro- inappropriate things that you could be offended. <laughs> okay. But meet me at the hotel after. Okay. <laughs> Um, what do you guys? So Justin's been doing very well. <laughs> uh, oh, the guy in Comedy Central? No, no, no. That's who got just for laughs. No, the other Justin. Oh, the, the big leg one. Yeah. <laughs> How's he doing? He's really good. You know, he's a junior magician here since he was twelve. <laughs> what do you think about his nose? <laughs> <laughs> and like, if he had a trick to straighten it, we could uh... keep him. <laughs> but so far, you know what? He has the glasses, but he needs that fake nose attached to stay in this place. <laughs> so they have the picture of you, which is this. Oh, my. is that what you drew? <laughs> so stupid. So, nay or nay? <laughs> Why did you draw that? Nay. <laughs> so that's, that's, I honestly believe that's what happened in, in a very, uh, that was all exaggerated, but it probably happened. Um, do, you totally think, do you think it happened that way, Justin? <laughs> it's funny, man, because like um, the Magic Castle, they they got into like uh, they got into some trouble like uh, earlier this year or last year, like the LA yeah, Times. Yeah, what was that? Because the they, girls, the LA, LA Times did this article about them. Um, 
basically these people came forward talking about like different types of uh, sexual harassment and oh my god uh, racism like there was just people that had all these like different incidents of uh, you know so you racism too ra- and also sexism yeah, yeah that like, and harassment and I'm just going off what the article says but you know people say the article um, you can't really just go off just the article some people say it's like disgruntled employees um, people that uh, you know that couldn't get booked or whatever but you know there there was actually um, uh, um, this 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 one Asian magician uh, that got booked there and then there was he said after the show like these these uh, these uh, white people from the crowd just started doing basically what Tony Tony Hinchcliffe was doing making stupid like uh, Asian uh, accents and you know doing that so happy. these were magicians these were crowd audience members yeah you know but I think what the complaint was like the club didn't really do anything to make them feel safe or welcome or they didn't address it I think that was part of the issue too according to the article I have no idea like I've never experienced this firsthand but that's what the article was saying um you know some former servers waitresses bartenders were saying like there was like a lot of sexism sexual harassment things went on things went uh unaddressed you know with the the former GM who uh apparently just quit after the article came out so I don't know what that's not a good look if you're being accused and uh, you just leave after the uh, article basically ex- uh, ousts you. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there's that uh, stuff going on over there, and um, I don't know. I think the the cat the Magic Castle is just trying to. I could see. Trying to, I could see the. I could see people harassing women there, the, the, the magicians, because those guys. Are worse than comedians. Well, yeah, like, like they're, they're they're they, they, they start hitting like, on your comedians are not yeah. the coolest people in the world when they start, but they turn cool. And then what happens right. is magicians are sort of cooler than they were, but they were like ten times more losers than the comedians were. Well, yeah, but most of most of the magicians um, were losers and just stayed losers. Like. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I grew. Went. I grew up with these people. Like you have to understand. Like I, I grew they have up in no their game. culture. Well, yeah. Like, like the thing about magicians is, I want to say like ninety, ninety five percent of magicians are very just unaware of social awareness and interaction and stuff. So really? you know, they think every, every they think everybody wants to see a magic trick. You know, they think everybody likes magic, or they think like magic is good for every. Um, Inter, you know, meeting or interact. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. didn't didn't like one time when you brought your your girlfriend at the time? Like, didn't, didn't like some the old white dude tried to start. Talk, like, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, this is what happens when you bring a white girl as a date. They naturally think that you're you're not you're her friend. Yeah, like I remember. So my friend, even like my friend Omar, one of my closest friends, Omar, he's married to a half Jamaican Italian woman. And in their building, whenever they would go down together, because they lived together before they got married, everybody on the elevator would try to pick her up, and and she'd be like, you "Never this is assume, my boyfriend. Never assume. yeah, right." The fuck? And they're like, "Oh, sorry, I honestly thought he was your guidance counselor." Like they they really don't think <laughs> that we're, that that an Asian guy can actually get someone that's hot or good looking, yeah. you know? So maybe this guy felt the same way because I was with that the I was with Justin and we both bought our dates. Whatever happened to that date, girl you dated there? She had a I nice nose. Like, 
Yeah, like COVID. No, she does. She, she, she does. has like a um, really yeah. good nose. Yeah, I told her that. <laughs> and um, it's like so four I, times the length of Justin sideways. I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, I, I think COVID happened and it just kind of like kind of fell off. Like it was just hard to like hang out or interact on. on yeah, so we on brought our dates there. And um, I think they were both wearing skirts. I don't remember. But uh, my, the girl I was bringing with was wearing a gold. Uh, outfit her dress was gold her shoes were gold and this guy <laughs> tried to go start talking to her and i'm like what like just hey how are you doing what's up like and i'm like oh i guess he's trying to be friendly and then after he goes yeah but i got these free uh passes to something do you want to hang out and then he she was just like um and then he tried to make her laugh and he started rolling on the ground Stupid. <laughs> he did Dan Ramos' move. Yeah, seriously. No, the guy was like six-year-old man or fifty-year-old man that was on the ground rolling and trying to make her laugh, and she fake laughed for him because it was like if she didn't, it was like a, it was like a guy that should have bunted rather than try to strike out. You know, like yeah. And what then, the fuck is that? And I was like, yeah. what? What? What happened? He's like, she was just he was just saying this and was trying to make me laugh and it wasn't working, so he did this whole thing where he pretend he slipped he's like whoop and he landed on his back like he could tell the guy <laughs> the this, no this oh, guy could have been a clown you're, you're literally clown you he was an old that. man that, that uh, was he fake slipped in a fake banana and he landed on his back yeah and like, then it looked good a, a pratfall. fall it's like a pratfall. fall yeah like the redneck when, like the redneck comedy magician in vegas I yeah like, do you know how to do those those are hard to no? do hell no <laughs> Uh, Isn't that just falling? You know what, though, Justin? You don't have to do this. Woo, 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 woo. Like, you know, you know do. Like, run? I just I just roll my ankle and, and, and collapse. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you, literally so my you, whole You do know how to do that by mistake. In, in yeah, real it's life. Yeah, it's a real plan. life thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a skill. It's not a skill at all. Yeah. It's a fault. It, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. Dude, one time we were walking to Laugh Factory, and I looked behind me to check my car. If my car was... I was look, we parked there and I went to, wanted to look at the sign to see if we can park there. I looked back. This is two seconds and Justin's on the ground. Like <laughs> it's it's happened at least four times in front of me. My, it's, an- it's my ankles just give out. My ankles just I have bad ankles. It's from playing basketball like my whole youth and yeah. uh, run spraining and rolling it and just constantly. Like yeah, yeah, I've been spraining my ankles since I was like seven, seven years old. That's Terrible. pretty young to yeah, begin spraining your ankle. I sprained it, uh, I think, last year or something like Yeah, last year. Or India, I, Laugh Factory. Oh, yeah, India. Oh, you God. broke yeah. it in India. Yeah, I had a little micro hairline fracture. It was terrible. Well, how did that happen? You're, you're eating a rock or something. Yeah, and I rolled on a <laughs> That's step. That's the worst way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, missed, I didn't see the step, and I rolled my ankle on the step, so it even turned in even more. And then I fell, and I, all my basmati rice went everywhere. <laughs> it's terrible, because you know basmati that's rice. Mad. Basmati rice, it, it doesn't stick together. It's all separated. Yeah, like it's it very just, separated. Just rolls out. It's not sticky rice. It's not like. I like at the beginning of your life, you were rolling your ankle because of playing basketball. Later in your life, yeah. you're rolling your ankle because you were eating food while walking. Eating while walking. <laughs> it's not like Calrose rice, where just everything sticks together. And then, um, what, how many Indian uh, people came to help you? You said. At least ten, easily. It was they like thought security. an elephant <laughs> j- j- collapsed. Yeah. How did they? Did they all lift you at the same time? Or what? 
The thing is, Why do you need like Spider-Man? I'd, you know, I'd rather be an elephant because it's impossible for <laughs> elephants to roll their ankles. It's impossible. Is that true? The That's elephants true. don't have ankles. It's a stump. No. It's just two stumps. I feel stumps like I've of, heard of stories of elephants It's a stump. Ankles. There's no, like, rolling. <laughs> there's, like, there's, there's apparently six inches of fat padding. Oh, really? So it, 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 they have a, so when it goes in, it's like a suction cup so they don't fall. Like, it's apparently a, like a. It's like a joint. It's just a fat. It's just just a bunch of fat at the end of your ankle. Like they say that uh, you can't even you can't hear an elephant like walk up to you. Like that's how yeah, it's so soft. Yeah, that's how quiet they are when they have the with the padding on their on their uh, whatever their paws or whatever you call elephant's foot, (laughs) their Their, uh, feet, whatever (laughs) their padding, the stumps. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyways, going back to the magic castle. Um. Yes, yeah, uh, the dude hit on your girl, basically, right? So, I mean, I've been there where I've brought, like, a group of girls. Maybe there was, like, one girl that I was trying to, like, get at who agreed to come with me. And, she, and then she's like, oh, can we bring all our friends? I'm like, yeah, bring all your hot single girlfriends. So I'm there, and I'm there with, like, five, you know, I'm, like, in my early 20s single, and there's, like, five, six, seven hot girls, right? So I'm showing them around, and then like, dude, as soon as you show up to the castle with a bunch of girls, it's like all the magicians are just like swarming mm-hmm. on you like vultures. Oh, dude, and 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 then, um, I mean, they talk about that in the article. Like, someone had had a similar story like me in that in an LA Times article, where the, you have just magicians hanging out who aren't booked, they're just hanging out, you know, in the hallways or the bar, and they, you know, want to show you a trick, kind of like what happened to your uh, girlfriend at the time, right? So when I brought this group of girls, wait, wait they they hang out yeah. in the hallways to do a trick yeah. to like because it's like a, it's like a clubhouse. It's like when you go to the comedy uh. store. You ever been to the comedy store? You go to the comedy store and like you see comics are just hanging out. They're watching the shows. They're mm. just hanging out in the hallway, talking, shooting, trying shit. to pick up girls. Yeah, you know That's they're it. hanging out at the bar. They're hanging at the at the uh, at the patio. And yeah. it, the Magic Castle is similar in, the, in a way where it's a clubhouse for magicians where you just hang out. You can watch shows. Shoot the shit, talk, eat, uh, talk. Magicians are actually you know? doing tricks to girls walking by. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like you'll just they'll just be like see a girl and they'll just do a trick for them right there. So I brought this group of girls and uh, there was one girl that was that was uh, trying to get at and this other magician starts like you know try to talk to her and show her tricks or whatever, try to impress her. And then she comes back to me and she's like she's like hey. Uh, that 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 magician, um, he just offered me uh, a uh, a trip a to sandwich. Europe. <laughs> no, what? he goes. He offered me. He invited me to go with him to Europe. I'm wow, like, what that's the- a bold <laughs> move. Like in Fuck. in ten in within five minutes. Really? She was wow. like, I was like, I don't even know the guy. Why would I go with him? To, why would I go with him to Europe for? Uh, for a trip like it was it, oh and then he, and she goes she was yeah he he even told me like yeah you know you can stay with me at my at my hotel and blah 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 i'm like dude the balls on the the balls on these guys dude like because like this is their environment where they this is their natural environment where they yeah they have the power where they can feel like they, feel they can powerful. pull that kind of stuff you know what's funny they would, ne- as soon as they would never they do leave, that at a club lose all that power yeah exactly they would never do that at a club they would never do that at the bar they would never do that anywhere where they're out of their element. You know what I mean? Maybe the trick never was like he pulled out like plane tickets. You know, oh, at the end it or something. You know with what I mean? her name. 
<laughs> she was not. telling me this. I was like, damn, dude. It's so like, creepy that like, they do that because, like, imagine there was a Filipino version of that in the in Manila, like a magic castle. You know, even worse, that'd be a bunch of titos trying to pick you up. Dude, you don't worse. need a castle for that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a street <laughs> corner. Just yeah, a seven jolly me. <laughs> Street corner. Yeah. Outside of 7-Eleven. Outside of 7-Eleven, yeah. Actually, if you go to Thailand, it's the opposite. It's a bunch of creepy hookers always yelling at you. You've, you, yeah. you get catcalled like crazy. I grew up in Thailand as a kid, so I've seen a lot oh of it. Oh, my God. You grew up in yeah. Thailand? Yeah. I grew How up in, you in Sukhumvit Thailand? for a year. I grew up on Sukhumvit. Oh, the, yeah, that's the main. The, yeah, that's the I main. was. That's the main uh, area right there in uh, yeah. Bangkok, right? So you were raised by a 14. bunch of hookers. Dude, I remember when I came back like when I was like 12 with my dad. And we were walking down the street. The red light district because our hotel was there. And uh, like out of the just the shadows, like these transvestite hookers just came in. And they just started yelling at us and started pulling me. And then my dad had to like beat him like out of like swat him out. Why were they pulling you? They're like, uh, uh, you know, you're saying like, you know, let's have a good time, you know, all this shit. And then like, with a child, I, th- I thought she owed the money or something. No, no, no. How they were you? like, I was like 12. I was like 12. And they wanted to have sex with a 12 year old boy. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was a little bit taller. But you, but you were I the mean, same that, size as today, though. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, probably they a couple inches shorter. They thought, yeah. yeah, they thought you were yeah. enough. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Thailand isn't like the place where they, you know, are strict on carding or IDing people yeah. you know no, no, just, yeah. just, dude when you oh yeah at, at fucking what's that place called Suk, Suk or whatever um second vet you're 12 that that kind of messes up your head though um yeah <laughs> uh, how long you how, how long you live there for I was there for a year but then we would we would go back once a year from like my whole life my it's right oh, there in the Philippines you know really close yeah you know what when you go to come when you go to thailand vietnam and me and and, and, and like malaysia it's very similar to philippines now today's topic invisibility you know what i mean just watching magic how-to videos (laughs) what what, what were you saying well um no but thailand's a trip I, i mean outside of bangkok i haven't been to many places but outside i hear it's amazing Oh, like, like uh, outside of Bangkok. Like not even Phuket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Phuket, like the beach area. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, Phuket. I was it's crazy. I was there in 2017, and uh, they have they have uh, old ladies out there with uh, with menus of like sexual services. Like they're just walking around or holding it around, like in your yeah. face, and it says like it has the has the the whatever sex, how many hours, and how much it costs per hour. I'm like. Literally in your face. They're just like it's a menu. It's a menu of yeah. They sell cocaine services. too. Those those ladies, the mama sons. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, really? Remember the sex show we saw, Justin? Dude, that was. Dude, that we're was... walking on the street and some guy goes, "You want to see pussy show?" And we're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> He's like ten bucks. So we're like, "All right." And then you know what? Everybody's quiet. It's a it's a circular stage, so everybody's watching. Oh my like, god! Uh-huh. You know, like like. Uh, like vicious circle almost. But there's only like two <laughs> yeah, people. Like a coliseum or something. Like coliseum or something. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And then we're the watching. Every girl that goes up has a different trick. This one girl blew smoke. This other girl shot oh a banana in the crowd. 
And if it hits you, you get a free massage. It's so weird. And then there was another one where <laughs> they took out streams. And then remember the girl that wrote the guy's name? She goes, what's your name? He's like, John. And then he, she wrote it perfectly. And everybody's like, yeah. yeah. Holding it, but holding it was the like, marker in there. It was like, a, it, then at the end, it was like an Asian dude with a big dong that was banging <laughs> this girl at the very end. Remember? We're just like. What? Just watching it? Just, I guess it. She was yeah, like, like the they, they were, they were, they were like constantly connected, like like two dogs that had just made it <laughs> and they couldn't separate. Yeah, like they and would you, literally, like these, they would literally like do this, like, like yeah. The truth is, while dogs. something's in you, it's like Cirque du Soleil while you're inside somebody. It, it was crazy, man, and like, dude, that whole banana thing, it was kind of fucked up because it was like she would, <laughs> she would shoot the, she would launch that banana like. Pretty far. far, like Wait, she so she would stick the banana. Yeah, and then she would. No, she wouldn't you know, just do throw a, it at you. She no, no she no, would but stick was it, it in. Peeled, unpeeled. Yeah, it was unpeeled. Stick it really? in, and then yeah, and then she would do a kegel, and it would like literally just like launch it. But the crazy here's here's the fucked part. She would launch it, and like if it hit you, uh, if you touched it, she would, she'd go up to you, and she was like she was like she was like tip me. I was like yeah. <laughs> like. Or she'd be like, "Hey, did it hit you or me?" No, we we dodged it. It hit some white dude. Oh, we were all like, "Ah!" <laughs> I was like, "This is disgusting, man." Yeah, because really the, the juice is in, in the air. Like you'll see this it was, squirt things. Yeah, like it was the. Oh. And they and then we, the guy was like, "I don't want to pay you. What are you talking? I don't want to pay for. I don't want to pay you because it touched me. I didn't want it to touch me. Like remember that yeah, white yeah. guy that got all fucked. <laughs> now you stink. Now you pay me." <laughs> It was and then hilarious. Remember the with a ping pong? She put like twenty ping pongs in her and he shot it like a machine gun. I was just like, "This is crazy." Yeah, and then the the other girl would Dude, catch God. it with a uh, with a, a fish a fish net, like a goldfish net. <laughs> like she'd yeah. shoot it, it would bounce, and then she'd catch it. I'll do that. It was the f- craziest and funniest thing I've seen. The crazy one was like she had like a she had a coke bottle with water in it. Remember that? And then she put it in. So yeah. she'd get on her back and she'd put her legs in. She'd put it in and then she would drink it. You would see the, the water go down, right? And then she, she'd stand back up and like she was like holding her legs together. And then she would take the bottle and then put it back underneath and then squeeze it back out and it became, became all brown like it was a coat. Remember that? Like there was a dye. Yeah. Like there was a she dye basically cleaned herself in front of us. Oh, oh. It was like a live douche. Dude, it was what the to, hell? to me. It looked like putting in yeah. clean oil and draining out dirty oil. That's what it, it, looked, it, it was it like a oil change, exactly like what the Quickie Lube does for cars. Oh. Yeah, it was like an oil change. Yeah, you know, actually, I I knew a guy in high school. There was we used to have sex shows near where I lived in high school, and he went there. There was someone who did the same trick where they, but it was a beer, and they did it out of a San Miguel or a Red oh, Horse okay. beer bottle. Then yeah. he, she she puts it back in, and, and the guy drank the whole thing. Oh, it's fucking disgusting, man! That's the oh, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that guy was. Uh, really it's like yeast with more yeast. Come on, that's disgusting, dude. Yeah, and you know when you watch it, there's no sexual energy there. It's just <laughs> you're just going. This it's is shock. Like, it's like shock. Learning Channel meets the circus. It's, it's like, like Jason. It's like Jason Rouse, but with Thai women in his old old act. Then he do yeah. stuff with like his balls and his nuts and weights and staples, like what the fuck, like freak show kind of. Then he do like freak well, show kind like of stuff. It's like the puppetry of the penis for women. Yeah, you know, basically. 
Yeah, my friend Christine Von Hagen opens for the Puppeteer of the Penis here in Vegas, and she goes. She also goes to the the auditions, and apparently you can't be more than seven inch, uh, six inches soft, because when when it's too big, women get aroused and they don't want them to, and you can't be too small because the the women don't want to be turned off, and you can't you can only do one (laughs) trick, which is is basically a doorbell. This job is the one measuring these things. Uh, ba- the basically, one... they go. They have to do ten different tricks with their with their dong, and uh, <laughs> and that's it. And uh, if and uh, you can't How do, you do come up with ten. Can't even think of well, one. Well, if you're Filipino, you could do three. <laughs> you could do doorbell, inchworm, and, and door crying and, tito, and and door stop, <laughs> door stop. the disappearing Spring penis. <laughs> Dude, I, I I remember I saw like a documentary on that. The guy did a thing where. He took his balls, right? So uh-huh. he made it where, like, it was on the bottom and top, right? Then he wrapped <laughs> the shaft. Dude, he wrapped the shaft be- uh, between the two and held it, and he called it He called it a hamburger. <laughs> I'm not even jo- – I wish I was – not even joking. That's, that's what he called what, it. That, that's what they do in the Magic Castle when you're in the hallways. <laughs> This is, the hamburger. The, this is called the hamburger. This is called the sausage <laughs> with no bun. Well, that's just your dick. Dude, it was... This is called the Ronnie. That's a vagina. <laughs> it was unreal, dude. Yeah, man. So, uh, basically what oh, I got yeah. is... Uh, we got, I got tickets for all of us for the Puppetry of the Penis. We're gonna walk, we, have a, we, have, we have a live front row seat. I want to open for that show and, and do my sponge penis trick. That'd be hilarious. Dude, I, I want to watch the Puppetry of the Penis now. We're in the splash zone. Do. <laughs> oh yeah, that show's been around for 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 a long time. I remember, I remember it came out in the nineties. Nineties, yeah. Uh, it, went, it went to Toronto. It was a big hit. Nice. And I would tell, I would, I would ask uh, my friends, I go, "How was it?" They're like, "It was amazing. It's one of the best things I've ever seen." But you don't get horny watching it. You're just like laughing through the whole thing. It's like women love laughing when they see dicks in general. Um, it was on. <laughs> wasn't it on Broadway too? Like it was a Broadway. Like I, I, I'm not sure, but show. I think it was. Yeah, like I, it was, it was a popular show. So now they have a residency somewhere in Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas they have a. Um, it's off the strip, but Christine von Hagen has been opening for that group for five years now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the female version wouldn't be making puppets out of it because you could only make a butterfly, pretty, pretty much. You know, butterfly <laughs> bat wings, you're done. You know, you're you're not. <laughs> you're done. That's that you have to put shit in it and shoot it out. Like that's their version, <laughs> you know. Butterfly, <laughs> shoot it out. You know, butterfly, the bat signal, and um, and and a turkey neck. You always realize we're all wearing black, and this whole time I kept thinking in my head the brown oh. man group. I mean, I couldn't stop thinking it. <laughs> brown the brown man, man group. Um, we should stop it. We should stop it there. We're, we're we went over an hour. Yeah, we did go over an hour. I, I like 20. Brown Man Group as our ending. <laughs> um, right. Andrew Andrew Alarfo wants to jump on uh, this week. So he, I just sent him a message. He he because I was like, we're gonna. I'm like, I'm just doing my podcast, and he wanted to jump and talk about whatever. But maybe we can get him on sometime this week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, hey, uh, so wait, 